Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What is up, everybody, and welcome to another another edition, obviously, another edition of the Top of Thunder podcast, um, part of the Believe Podcast Network. Uh, I am joined today by three lovely gentlemen. First, in the state of Oklahoma, we've got Jerry Stevens. Jerry, what is up, my man? Uh, you know, just getting off work, trying to watch some playoff basketball. We've got two, three turds getting on my nerves, uh, but it's a, it's a great night. Glad to see you guys. All right. Love being called turd in the middle of that. That's awesome. Uh, also in the state of Oklahoma, we got Alex Roy. Alex, what is going on, man? Nothing much, man. Just begin, begin, begin my summer break, and I'm good to go. I'm happy. There we go. Summertime. I think last year, Maddie Moles uh, sang a little summer, summer, summertime last year. <laughs> so that, that was for you, Maddie Moles. Uh, and then last but not least, we've got in the state of Virginia, home for the summer, Connor. What is up, Connor? Um, not much. I decided to mention because Alex is here that I played basketball today. I thought he would like no. to know. Um, really? Yeah, I know. Crazy, right? Uh, but also watching playoff games, confused why they decide to put uh, the two best games of the night at the almost exact same time, about 30 minutes apart, um, when they really probably should have put net Celtics, which is going to be a sweep in uh, one of those time slots. But, you know, it's the NBA. So I'll find a way to watch both. Absolutely, man. And as you alluded to, we've got some playoff basketball going on. Um, we've had some games happen, but that is not going to stop us from giving you our first-round predictions, even with the information that we already have. So, fellas, we're just going to quickly run through it. Let's go into Eastern Conference, and uh, let's start with Connor because I feel like if any of us are on top of this, it is that man right there. Connor, what are your predictions? Just give me the team that is winning and in how many games. Is this just for the first round? Like, I'm not going any further than that? Yeah, just the first round this week. We'll cover the other rounds as they come to us. All right, cool. So, out east, I have Philly in. I'll go five over the Wizards. Uh, I don't know how the Wizards are going to stop Philly. They just don't have a good matchup for Joel Embiid and clearly Tobias Harris as well. Davis Berton's looking like one of the worst contracts in the league at this point. Uh, Just not enough, so... I'll give the Wizards one game. Russ finds a way, but uh, Philly's going to take it in five. Then we've got, um, like I said a second ago, Net Celtics. That's a sweep. That's like one of the one series I predicted to be a sweep. Um, and then Bucks Heat, I predicted in six at first. It's now looking like it might be quicker than that, but I'll still give the Heat a couple games. I'll still say Bucks in six. And then the last series, uh, Knicks Hawks. I actually have the Hawks in seven. I feel like that's not a very popular pick. Uh, I know a lot of people are like really on the Knicks train, but. Um, I got Hawks in seven. All right, that's all fair. That's all fair. Uh, I'm going to go to Jerry now. Jerry, what are your predictions, my man? All right. Sixers and six. Because I think Russ wills into at least two games there. All right. Um, we got the, yeah, the Nets. That's a sweep. Jeez, Louise. Bucks, I think that's going to end up being a sweep. I just don't think Ooh. that the Heat – yeah, I just don't think that they can match up well. The The Bucks did very, very well this year versus last year in the bubble, like adjusting to uh, that, that gimmick defense. Um, and then they bolstered their roster a little bit, uh, you know, in this offseason with Drew Holiday, a few other additions. So I, I think that's a – that's definitely a sweep. Um and then I got the Wizards, I got the Nets, I got the Bucks. Sixers, not Wizards. The Sixers, that's what I'm, that's what I meant. I'm so sorry. Um, and then I got to go to the Knicks in six. Uh, and the reason why is because I just I, – I can never gamble against good defense, and they have it. Uh, I mean, the Hawks literally have to just shoot amazing and get layups like they did that last game. Uh, and I just don't think Tom Thibodeau is going to allow that to happen again. So there's my predictions. 
All right, we got we got a little bit of discrepancies there, so uh, let's go to Alex and see if he's got a little bit more discrepancies to throw at us. Uh, so I do have Philly in six. Um, I, I do think just like you know, just like Jerry said that um, Russ, Westbrook and Beal will go ahead and kind of will uh, the Wizards into at least two victories. Um, Boston, Brooklyn, that's a sweep. Um, I want to I want to kind of circle around on that and ask you guys some questions. Um, Atlanta, New York. I got uh, New York in seven. I think that's going to be a great series, and I think that's going to be one of those series that um, people really, you know, really really hook on to. Um, and then Milwaukee, Miami. I think Milwaukee is very, very, very salty from uh, their defeat in the bubble uh, to Miami last year, um, and so I think it's going to be Milwaukee in five. Um, but kind of circling back around to uh, Boston versus Brooklyn. You know, a couple of years ago, Boston was, you know, they, the beginning of a dynasty. You know, people thought with Tatum, with Brown, you know, all these draft picks, you know, that, that they had remaining, um, that that team was going to be on the cusp of becoming kind of a, a dynasty. And I don't see it, you know, and so – do you see any any room for improvement for that team based off of what they have as far as, you know, cap flexibility, which they don't have a lot of? Um, and then they use their uh, their $27 million TPE on Evan Fournier. So what avenues do you guys think this team has to kind of get better? Trade, Kemba, Walker, immediately. Uh, they're not going to get any value for that at all get some draft picks so you can try to draft well again like you did with Tatum and Brown. Or sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I said that right. It may may literally cost them draft picks to get rid of Kemba. Uh, I don't think it's that bad, but they they screwed up a lot on that roster. Letting Jay Crowder walk was was mistake one. I think making that Gordon Hayward trade, did you have to in the moment? Yes but I think you could have shopped him to a bunch of different teams and maybe lost a little bit to get someone a little bit better of a fit there. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I think Kemba's Kemba and Evan Fournier's balding self have ruined that team. He's been balding for the last 10 seasons, by the way, still has hair somehow. I'll tell you a move here that uh, they need to make Kemba and attack either uh, attach either a young asset or a pick and bring the Brody to the Boston. And mm. I, I think that gives them a new dynamic. It gives them that edge, that toughness that they need, and uh really that leadership that they're lacking right now. And I, I think that could uh mm. not necessarily bring them a championship, but it would definitely put them closer in the conversation, in my eyes. Yeah, I I like that move a lot. Honestly, Boston was good before Jalen Brown got like when they finally this Boston team has been one of the most actually it might even be the most like injured, um, like COVID riddled. They're one of mm-hmm. the most riddled teams by injuries and COVID and stuff like that. This team when fully healthy is really good, to be honest. I think Fournier was a good addition adding a good score because they really needed that. The problem is they just don't really have depth. And I think Kemba Walker at this point just isn't the guy that they need at that like point guard spot. We've been talking about it. Um I think Robert Williams, I loved him. Um, Like all season, I've been waiting for them to finally start him. And he does have some health issues, which makes it difficult. But I'm very glad that he's finally getting the opportunity and people are seeing it. Uh, Robert Williams is a guy I loved going into that draft. I thought the Wizards were good. I thought the Wizards got gifted him. And then they ended up taking Troy Brown Jr. And it's looking like that was a pretty big mistake since now they've moved on from him. But Robert Williams is super good. He's the center that this team has needed. I think they just need... They need a point guard, and I don't know how they get that, whether they trade count. Kemba for Westbrook is like a dream trade I have to give Russ a chance to try and win a ring, but mm. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, they just really need depth. They need the young guys to develop. Robert Williams to get better. Aaron Neesmith showed a ton of flashes mm-hmm. over the last couple weeks of the season and like heading into the playoffs. Are you sure it's not Marcus Smart? Oh, no. Uh, I am... Uh, <laughs> I'm not getting paid millions of dollars to say the wrong name on television. So I am sure it is Mark. It is not Marcus smart. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was, that was rough. Um, I don't think Marv Albert called him Aaron Neesmith one time. I'm pretty sure he called him Marcus smart. And then he called him Romeo Langford at a different point. Yes, I don't know, did. man. 
Yeah, I think I think the Celtics they need to try and get someone maybe with like a mid level exception or something this offseason. Get someone to come by and then find a way to get someone probably other than Kemba at this point. I love Kemba. Uh, my parents are UConn fans, so I root for UConn guys and I just like Kemba in general. But yeah, man, when you look back at it, um, I was trying to find the tweet. Uh, yeah, so at the, so in 2018, they had Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Kyrie Irving, uh, Gordon Hayward, Al Horford, Marcus Smart, Marcus Morris, Terry Rozier, and Aaron Baines on the same wow. roster at that point. Like, that's a ton of talent, and it just didn't work out. It's kind of crazy. Um, the reason that came up is because Colin Cowherd had a tweet from uh, at once the Kyrie Isaiah Thomas trade happened where he was congratulating the Celtics for winning the next one, two, three, four, five Eastern Conference championships uh, up until 2023. And that is not the case. So <laughs> famously, that did not happen. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, like, like I said, I think the Brody in Boston will be a lot of fun. Um Jalen Brown has, was definitely sorely missed. I, don't, I still don't think that they beat Brooklyn at this point just because, I mean, Brooklyn might be the most talented team in the league. Um, but, yeah, th- they have some moves there. Um, I think that Marcus Smart was a player they kind of didn't want to let go of in the past. But I think um, in, in terms of how he's played on the court and also, you know, just them in general, like having to, you know, bring in fresh faces – I think we could see a Marcus Smart departure here coming up in the future, but you know, we'll see about it, man. We'll see about it. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna go to my uh, my Twitter for my predictions. I, I just want to stay consistent here. Um, I, as I said, each team's played one game. Um, a couple teams are in the process of their second game. Uh, second games were played last night, but that does not reflect my predictions. So uh, I'm going a Sixers and six here. Same reason the guy said. I think uh, I think especially once they get home, um, I think playoff basketball in Washington with Russell Westbrook there hyping up the crowd, I think that they can really ride that energy and momentum into, you know, one, maybe even two wins there um, at home. So, um, you know, and as great as the Sixers are, I, you know, they, they kind of looked vulnerable there in that first game. I know, you know, the Sixers didn't play their best game, but the Wizards play far from their best game either. And, you know, they was, they was right there at the end. So I don't think it's going to be a sweep by any stretch of imagination. Um, for kind of the same reason, I picked the Nets in five. I just think that, you know, once Boston gets home, um, Boston is one of the most rowdiest playoff atmospheres in the league. Um, I think that, you know, they can ride that energy and to at least one W and also, you know, you might just catch Brooklyn not caring because that, you know, they kind of seem lackadaisical this entire, uh, you know, the past couple of games, you know. They, they just kind of turn it on and off whenever they want to. I uh, see. So yeah, I'm picking Nets and five there. You got Knicks and seven. Um, you know, Trey Young and the Hawks kind of showed out at the Garden in game one. But like Jerry said, uh, I'm trusting in the Knicks defense. I don't think Julius Randle is going to play as bad as he did the rest of the series. Um, and even with Julius Randle playing as bad as he did, they were still right there. So I think if you get a just a normal Julius Randle game, I think that's enough to push them over the top. So I'm, I'm, I've got them at seven because I think it's going to be the classic different defense versus offense there. And uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be that. That's honestly the most exciting series in the East. And going to the Bucks and the Heat, I had the Bucks in six. Um, like Connor said, it's looking like it might be less than that. Uh, I think they got revenge on their mind from last year. And uh, as a Thunder fan, we love to see it. So, got bucks and six there. All right, we're going to transition to the West. And I'm going to go to Alex first. Alex, what you got for your West picks? Uh, so, in the West, so, you know, the game is currently going on. Uh, Lakers versus Phoenix. Um, I by nine, by the way. Okay, thank you very much. Play by play, man. You're welcome. Um, I just want to make sure I'm influencing your decision. Okay. Um, well, Lakers and six. Um, I, I think, you know, I think Phoenix, as much as it sucks and as much as it sucks for them, um, I, I think the Lakers, you know, I, I think LeBron will talk some sense into them and he, he will get his his land legs or sea legs under him, whatever, you know, legs he needs to, uh, to start playing again. Um, and, and I think um, he will eventually lead this team to, to a victory in six games. Um, 
let's see. So it's that one, and then it's um, yeah, who is it? Utah, Blazers. Utah versus Memphis. Yep. Um, I think it's going to be Utah and six in that one. I, I think Memphis is a scrappy team. It's so funny how Memphis is kind of like a just a different iteration of grit and grind. You know, this this Memphis yeah. team is just a completely different iteration of that. Um, and, but you know, they're still young, and I, I do think that they will. I, I think they. They won the first game. Number one, Donovan Mitchell wasn't out there. Number two, you know, I, you know, they they just they didn't know what they were playing for. You know, they just you know it's just youth out there playing. Uh, but I think whenever they start to get those, you know, those inroads of hey, you might win this series, you might win the series, that pressure will start to mount up on them. And I think eventually Utah will will beat them in six. Um, the Denver versus uh, who was it? Denver, um, Portland, Denver, Portland. Uh, I got. Ooh, this is gonna be a good one. I, I think I got. I think I got Portland and seven. Um, I just think you know Lillard is is just a monster in the first round, and I think he's gonna be a, he's, do, he's gonna do monstrous things uh, in this. But I, I do think it takes it to seven. Um, and then the Clippers versus Dallas. Man, um, Dallas and six. I think. I think the oh. Clippers have. I think the Clippers have way too much like baggage from last year. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, hopefully Porzingis stays healthy. Um, and I just think, I just think the Clippers get in their head. I think Paul George is going to, is going to do Paul George things in these playoffs again. And, you know, they're going to win, you know, the, the Mavericks are going to win. I like it. I like it. All right, Connor, what you got, man? Um, so out West, I initially, well, before Donovan Mitchell missed time, I thought the Jazz were going to sweep the Grizzlies. Um, but now that Donovan Mitchell did miss time and it looks like he's coming off this injury and stuff. Um, I think that it's going to be, I think I'm going to go Jazz in five. I still think the Jazz are the far better team. I love John Morant. Uh, I really, I think he's an incredible player and I like what the Grizzlies are building, but the Jazz are really, really good. I would be stunned. There have been way too many people, I think, picking the Grizzlies. Uh, I love the Grizzlies, but the Jazz are still really good for a reason. So I don't know. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Jazz in five and then out uh, with the 2-7 matchup, the one going on right now with the Lakers now up 11. Now that they're finally playing Marcus I've been tweeting out every time the Lakers play that Marcus needs to play, and he immediately hit a three and set a great screen to get LeBron James an and one the second he came in. Um, so shout out to Frank Vogel for reading my tweets. I'm going to pick the Lakers in seven. I'm just not betting against LeBron James. I love Chris Paul, not betting against LeBron James, especially not in the first round. He's never lost a first-round series. Um then we have why am i blanking on the series um denver portland thank you denver portland um i picked denver in seven i think i'm gonna stick with that i just i think michael malone is a better coach than terry stotts by terry stotts is not a good coach uh we especially saw that last night but overall uh i think Jokic is just the been the best player in this series and i think he's going to continue to be dame is incredible but he can't get it all done on his own and especially when michael malone put aaron gordon on damian lillard one of the best adjustments i've seen all season from a coach because damian lillard had eight threes in the first half and, and had one in the second mm-hmm. half after aaron gordon started guarding him and so i'm so i'm just not going to bet against Jokic at this point and then finally i'm going to pick um Please give me the series. I'm blanking. Dallas and the Clippers. I'm so tired. Um, It is – I'm going to go Clippers in six still. I love Dallas. I like Luka. And obviously Clippers losing would help us out. But uh, because if Kawhi loses in the first round, I would hope he wouldn't come back and go somewhere else, giving us better draft picks in the future. But I'm just – I think they're too talented. I think the Mavericks are really good. But I'm going to pick talent over uh, the team almost all the time. That's all nice. fair. That's all fair. All right. Let's go to Gerald Amir. All right. Well, so. Real quick, real quick, real quick. Who's the best player in that series? In the Clippers series? Luka. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Kawhi Leonard, but Luka has the potential to be the best player on the court at any given night, the way that Luka's been playing. Um, I don't know. Kawhi's just been disappointing the last two playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. like especially in that Nugget series, as soon as they went up three-one, he had so many moments to just close it out, and he just didn't. Um, I think Luca kind of—he's just kind of an anomaly. Like they have great wing defenders, 
and Lucas still does whatever he wants in this series. I think he's averaging, if I remember correctly, it's 31, 10 rebounds or 10 assists and nine rebounds per game when he plays yeah. the Clippers and which is now all of his playoff games. So I don't know. Agreed. I agree with that sentiment. Ready for my picks? Yeah. Yeah. He just gave me a head nod. I like that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right. So I'm going to go different here. Uh, I'm actually going to go the Suns in seven. Uh, I think that Monty Williams is a way better coach than Frank Vogel, even with all the talent that he has. Um, I think that the Suns are a little bit more hungry for it versus the, you know, than the Lakers are. Um, and I just think that the Lakers are playing really, really hurt and it's, it's going to catch up to them in here in a couple of games. Um, so there goes that, uh, I'll go, I'll stay in LA Clippers and the Mavericks. Uh, gosh, I've went back and forth on this one so much. Uh, I think I'm going to stick with the Clippers in six is what I'm going to do. I, I think that, Sort of like Connor said, I, I think it just works out for him uh, somehow, some way. Um, then we got the Mavs and the. Um, you just said that. Oh, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean the Mavs. Nuggets, the Blazers. Nuggets, yeah, the Nuggets and the Blazers. Um, I am definitely going the Nuggets, and they will win this in six. Uh, for all the reasons that Connor said, I like coach Malone very, very much. And he's a really good coach. Uh, and then the last series being, um, uh, God, why am I blanking out right now? We all just did that. Jazz Grizzlies. Uh, jazz Grizzlies. There we go. We all did it. Um, it, you got to go with the jazz. I'm going to say in five, um, at most, they might pull one out in Memphis, but that's it. All right. It is my mission to not blank on the series now. Got to be the only one. Uh, I'm going to go. So, right in front of me, I got the Lakers' sons. Um, I still got Lakers in six here. Um, as I tweeted early on, um, I tweeted right after the game, like, almost everything had to go right for the Suns, minus Chris Paul, you know, getting hurt. Like, that wasn't ideal. Um, but LeBron and AD both did not play their best games. Um, AD took ownership of that game, and I, th I think that you will see him play a more complete series. And I don't think DeAndre Ayton is going to blow up and have the kind of game that he had in game one, um, mainly because I think Frank Vogel is going to get his head off his butt and eventually just stop playing Andre Drummond. Um, I, I don't think he's effective out there. <laughs> Thank you, Connor, for the clap, the silent clap with the muted mic. <laughs> um, I just – free Marcus all, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, he's he's the more intelligent player. I was listening to the mismatch today. I think Kevin O'Connor said that statistically LeBron plays better with Marc Gasol out there than uh, I think any other player on the roster. So, you know, you want to maximize your best player, put Marc Gasol out there. And, you know, he's he's playoff tested and championship tested. So, uh, absolutely, I'm right there with you on that. But, yeah, I got Lakers in six there. I think that they just, you know, kind of overcome the Suns. I think that they'll, uh, you know, they'll – They'll form a game plan to try to contain Booker and LeBron and Ada. You're just going to step up. Um, next, I'm going to go with the Mavericks Clippers. And in this, I got the Mavs in seven. Um, I think, you know, much like the Bucks did uh, against the Heat, I think the Mavs got revenge on their mind from last year. Um, Luca was dominant in that series, dominant in game one. Um, the difference is this year he has KP. Obviously, KP didn't have a great game one, but having an, a Porzingis, if he can give you anything, it's helpful. Um, I think, as I said earlier, I think Luka is going to be the best player in the series. Um, we've just seen Paul George fold too many times in the playoffs, and I, I think that team really lacks a true alpha to, you know, kind of get them together and, you know, get them through in the playoffs. Even if they make it in this round, like, I, I don't I don't think they're going to go far just because they lack an identity, they lack that alpha. And can we, can we just talk about this for a second? I've, I've heard uh, Bill Simmons talked about it, KOC talked about it, I've heard a, a couple other people talk about it. Um, whenever the trade happened, you know, everybody's like, oh, wow, they've got two of the best two-way guys in the league 
that they can switch everything, match up on, you know, the best guys and shut them down theoretically. How many times have you seen Kawhi Leonard and Paul George guard Luka Doncic game one or last year in the playoffs? Like, for, for all this hype about their defense and, you know, Kawhi earned it, mm-hmm. Paul George earned it, you, you don't see them stepping up to that occasion as much as they used to anymore. So, you know, if they really want to win that series, I think they know the move that they have to make. You know, I just haven't seen them make it. But yeah. as uh, as Connor said, you know, Luca's a great player. He's going to ball out either way. So, but yeah, like I said, I think revenge on on their mind. That's kind of the it's kind of the theme this year. And also, it, it's just uh, you know, getting back at the Clippers for you know tanking that last game of the season. You know, yes. Thunder for Mavs, uh, MFFN Mav fan for now. And uh, yeah, we're we're, we're going to get that win there. You don't uh, tank against Sam Presti without consequences. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. All right, we're going to go to the Nuggets Blazers, which is tied one one now. Um, I have the Nuggets in seven in that one. Uh, I think Jokic is going to be the best player, despite how great Damian Lillard's been playing. Jokic has been playing really good too. He just needs a little bit of help, <laughs> like like just a little bit of help from his teammates, and I, I think that they can get past the Blazers. Um, I, I think this is the best series in the Western Conference, honestly. Um, right there with the the Clippers Mavericks, but um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to watch this one. I I think this is going to tell you a lot about MPJ's trajectory. Like, this is a young guy who, you know, has had all these expectations throughout his year. He's had to fight back from injury and everything, and now he's presented with an opportunity to you know kind of step up with Murray out. And I think we're going to learn a lot about MPJ and how he responds to that uh, in this series. Um, and last but not least, we got the Jazz Memphis Grizzlies. As I said, I tweeted out my predictions, and I have to stand by my predictions. So, uh, Jazz and Ford, that's all I have to say. I can't wait to see how they make that happen, man. <laughs> it's going to be incredible. Um, something I saw that was hilarious was people talking about how the Jazz are the first team ever to lose as a one seed a game to a nine seed, and I thought that was hilarious. Um, shout out the playing tournament, but yeah, um, it will be cool, man. It will be cool to see how they undo game one. It's going to be quite remarkable yeah I, i'm excited you know uh daryl morey was was on the cusp of it saying that we needed to replay a game because of you know the last the last two minute report or whatever um so he was on the cusp of it he was the forerunner for it but we're gonna see it happen we're gonna see it happen in real time and uh when i'm right i just want you guys to remember that we got your hey, back. so so do you think there's any ramifications from the jazz holding uh donovan mitchell out like future ramifications as far as Mitchell and how he feels about the team and things like that. I don't think so. I think there could be like if by some miracle the Grizzlies won this series, mm-hmm. then I think maybe. But I really don't. I think it would be an incredible upset for them to beat the Jazz with how good the Jazz have been all season. Uh, it's like the Grizzlies took them down to the wire, and that was without Donovan Mitchell, um, who is a really really good player, and he's shown to be a playoff performer too. So. If they did lose this series somehow, I'm sure there would be something. But if not, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure everything is going to get forgotten in like a playoff run. As soon as this series ends, it's going to be like all forgiven. Yeah, I, I think he even said, um, I don't remember what reporter tweeted it out, um, but he said, you know, excuse my language, but there's there's crap we got to take care of now. So uh, I said, excuse my Ooh. language, and I didn't use language, but <laughs> yeah, no, oh, man. He said, he said there's crap we got to take care of now. So, um, yeah, I, I'm excited to see him uh, sweep the Grizzlies and move on to the next round. So, uh, boys, y'all got anything else to say about the first round before we move on to the exciting news of the day? Uh, just that there's oh. been a lot of really good games. Um, yeah. Like the first two days, incredible. This last day or day and like a game with Net Celtics while we're recording this has already ended have been kind of crappy. Um, but I'm hopeful with like Mavs Clippers and Lakers Suns. I think those two games are going to be really good. The Suns Lakers has already been really good. Mm-hmm. And I've got, so I've got that up here on the TV. And then over on my, like the side of my monitor, I also have uh, Clippers Mavs. So, you know, keeping up with both of the games. Oh, shoot. Uh, my game, my like TV just caught back up. Oh, no, I never know. They showed a flashback of when Chris Paul got hurt, and I thought he just got hurt again. Oh, that, <laughs> that gave me a heart attack. Oh, my God. He's good. He's good. Uh, he's uh, guarding Schroeder right now. So, shout to Thunder Legends. But 
I just think like these are going to be, I've said this in the past and I've tweeted about it multiple times. I think these have the potential to be some of the best playoffs we've ever seen with the fans returning and just a bunch of great matchups. Like the Lakers as a seven seed already sets up an incredible matchup uh, between them and the sun. So I'm just really excited for playoff basketball and I'm more excited for when the thunder make it back eventually. Yes, yes sir. That's what we want. An arrival, not an appearance. Yes, sir. God, I, I repeat that quote in my head about 10 times daily. <laughs> Yeah, no, when he, when he said that, I literally, I, I think I screamed, like, not scream, like, yell, like a battle cry, like, <gasps> just like that. So. War cry. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what we did. We'll it's what you need that. to yell coming out of a tank. Absolutely. Dang it, I did it again. I'm, I'm trying to cut back on absolutely, I really am. All right, let's, let's, let's move past that and let's move on to the exciting news today. We had the random drawing, not a coin flip, according to Stephen Dolan. We had a random drawing today for the tiebreaker between the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Oklahoma City Thunder. And guys, fortune favored the Thunder today. We won the tiebreaker. We got the number four, um, number four pick odds. Um, now, for those of you that were like me and was like, awesome, we won, but what happened? According to our own Stephen Dolan, who has been very on top of all this stuff, um, the odds were split in terms of one through four, I think Tankathon actually has those up to reflect it. It's something like, I, I don't want to just throw numbers out there, but I know it said something about like 11% for the number one pick, 11% for the number two pick mm-hmm. and on down. Um, if you want to get your exact odds, you can go to Tankathon or I got them right here. Okay. Yeah. So Cleveland, Oklahoma city Thunder both have 11.5% for one pick or for the number one pick 11.4 for the number two, 11.2 for number three and 11 for the number four. After that, we have better odds for number five, number six, and then they have better odds for number seven, number eight. <clears throat> so because of this, um, the lowest week of fall and just getting our pick and then, you know, getting Miami's pick from the pick swap is number seven. If we were to fall to number eight, because it is possible, that would mean that we also get Houston's pick at number five. So either way, we are getting a top seven pick in this draft. And, you know, we've gone over our big board. Yes, silent claps from Connor. We've gone over our big board here, and uh, we're we're excited about these players. If you missed the big board, you know, tune into last week's pod. We're going to touch on that again next week when we get some more members of the unit on the podcast. Um, but yeah, bright future here for the Thunder and um, exciting times, man. Uh, now, uh, let me ask you guys this Do you guys think that because we were fortunate here, we're gonna our luck's gonna run out of the lottery, or do you think this is just the start of something awesome? Um, so yeah, I, I don't think I don't think hey, you know, luck is luck, you know, whether chance is chance, and so. I don't believe, you know, I don't believe in, um, I don't necessarily believe in if we get lucky in one turn, we'll be unlucky in another turn. Um, with all that said, regardless of what happens, if the worst we can do is seven and 18, I'm pretty sure press, I, I trust Presty to do something with that, you know, because I, I do I do believe that there there's gonna be a player in that 17 range if we do happen to get Miami's pick in that range 17 18 range um, that could, that we can make it work somebody like Usman Garuba somebody you know somebody like that uh, that'll work in our system just fine and then at seven you know once you get past those first five players you're just looking for best possible player after that best you know best player available and so I'm pretty sure. Presty has done his homework. The scouting team have done their homework. Um, and so I, I don't necessarily see anything bad about this. I, I do think, you know, we, of course, we want Cade at number one, or we want, you know, one of the top five. Uh, but if we do happen to fall to seven, I'm not necessarily too worried about what Presty can do. Yeah. Um, I think. I think in the end, we're going to get what we want. What Presty wants is going to happen. Um, obviously, it's going to be tough to trip to number one, and that is what we want. Uh, I think that's like the one situation out, like kind of out of our reach if we don't get the number one pick right off the bat. Um, but ultimately, I feel like. Um, uh, I feel like we're going to get a good guy. This made me really happy because uh, this was a very small victory for us, but it, it felt very large. Um, I don't know. It's just like made me feel better. Thing. 
it did feel like a playoff. Man, is this how playoff series wins feel? I've forgotten. Um, but I don't know, man. I'm just really excited about it. This makes me feel better about um, this makes me feel better about our situation. And I think we're gonna get someone good. I'm praying we get two top five picks, but now like worst case scenario, we get like a seven and 18 still. And that's a very small chance that that is the scenario. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I've, I've, this has made me like, it like readjusted my excitement. Yeah, for sure. And if, if you want to get like a breakdown of the, all the different scenarios that Thunder have and in this draft lottery, um, go follow our friend of the pod, friend of the, the people on Twitter, uh, Tyler Carroll 12, I believe this is at. Um, he's been keeping up to date on that. I, I feel like at, even before the season ended, like he's he's been on top of that. So shout out Tyler for his work there. And just to give you an idea of the kind of player that um, people are thinking might be available at 18, uh, Jonathan Gavoni, uh, ESPN draft analyst, released his mock draft this, um, today um, based on the tiebreaker results. And, you know, he just operated under the, you know, what the odds are today, not the lottery. So, OKC at four and 18. And he had us, you know, we, we took Suggs at four. You know, that's cool. That's about where we had him on our big board anyways. But at 18, he had Moses Moody falling all the way to 18. That'd if be you, crazy. If you if can he get a player, at 18. Yeah, if you could get a player of the caliber of Moses Moody at 18, that's a pretty good get. So, you know, there, there's like Alex said, there's some flexibility there. You know, whether we move up or maybe, you know, we get a guy that we really like at that, you know, that position, you know, players can fall. Um, you know, just like, just like that, my draft um, kind of showed, you know, other players are rising up and, uh, you know, in turn, other players are falling down that, you know, us as fans, you know, we've seen based on our own research that we like more, like Moses Moody, I've seen him up in like the top 10 for him to fall all the way to 18 because other players are rising up. Like that's, that's just going to happen even more once the draft process um, draws near combines, um, workouts, all these other things, interviews, whatever the draft boards are going to shuffle a little bit more. So I I'm confident that Presti could, you know, come up with a player that he likes at 18. Um, you know, like our merch says, trust the Presti. Trust the Presti. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, guys, you guys ready to get into a little bit of a game here? Yeah, let's go for it. All right, we got a couple sure, of games. Let's go. So, first of all, we've got to get into our first game, and it is called This or That. The choice is yours. You can get with this, or you can get with that. You can get with this, or you can get with that. You can get with this, or you can get with that. I think you can get with this, because this is where it's at. All right, yeah, I love that song. love that drop. All right, guys, this or that. Now, this is uh, th- this is optimistic. This is assuming that certain players don't perform well, or not players, certain teams don't perform well in the playoffs. This is assuming that they let their players become available via trade. And this is assuming that the Thunder are willing to acquire these players and effectively stop their rebuild. So let's just go off – Let's just go off the cusp. I've got a few players here, and we're going to start with the ever-popular one before the, even, the season even started. People were talking about this guy. Uh, Brad Beal. Let's say Brad Beal becomes available in trade. Sam Presti's like, we'll trade these first-round picks. We'll do this, that, and another. But also, Carl Anthony Towns becomes available in a trade. He's unhappy in Minnesota. A similar deal for Carl Anthony Towns. So let me ask you this. You can get with this, you can get with that, you can get with Cat, or you can get with Bill. Where are you guys going? Mm. Um, <laughs> so, me, okay, so it, oh, you go, go ahead, ahead, Alex. No, no, you go ahead. I'm I'm kind of working through it myself. Go through it. Man, so so here, here's my thing. I, I was – I saw a couple Minnesota games near the end of the season where they were close games at the end. And, man – Carl Anthony Towns made a lot of mistakes in, in the clutch, like a whole bunch of mistakes in the clutch. Um, and, and I don't want to base it off, you know, I, I don't want to base it off of small sample theater. You know, that's that's not what I want to do either. Because if you look at the body of work of Carl Anthony Towns, you know, he's a real good NBA player. He's not a complete NBA player, but he's a real good one. He's, and probably in the correct system and in the correct development system, you know, he can flourish, you know. So, um 
my I, I want to say Bradley Beal because of how he's performed. Um, but I also want to say Cat because of what we need. You know, we already have a perimeter score in SGA. Um, and so I think reluctantly, reluctantly, I, I would say Cat um, because of what we need. And hopefully he can, you know, take that next leap forward to become not just fringe all-star, all-star type player, you know, to become, you know, on the, in the, in the discussion for all NBA on this team. So I would, I would probably pursue Cat. All right. That's fair. What about you, Connor? Yeah, I think to be honest, it just depends on, I don't know, because part of me is like, like I like Bradley Beal and all, but I feel like Beal kind of like Beal is if we're going for it, like now, if we trade for Beal, I think cats, well, cats, I know cats younger. Um, he's younger and it also kind of depends who we draft. Um, say we get like a, an Evan Mobley, then I don't want to trade for cat to mess that situation up. But if we draft like, a Cade Cunningham and now we have Cade and SGA as our backcourt. I don't really see a need for Bradley Beal as of right now because we don't need to go for it. So I think that does have to come into play. I think Beal's the better player, but um, in terms of where I think the team now, I think the team would trade for Cat before we traded for Beal, just because Beal seems like a move that a contender is going to make. They're going to go, we want to win now. We're going to give you these a ton of assets. We're going to go out and get Bradley Beal, who was one of the best scorers in the entire league this season. And I don't think we're there yet. So I'm probably just going to go Cat because, yeah, I think I think it would just cost too much to get Beal and put us in a situation where we're kind of in like that middle section when I think we need more time to kind of grow and develop before we try and make that push. All right. I respect it. I respect it. So we got to, we got to vote for Bill and Alex. Did you say, I, I know you said Bill skill wise, but cat fit wise, which one was your actual pick? Uh, so overall I said cat because, because of what we need. Now I'm taking, I'm taking into account, not necessarily what we draft. So if we, you know, like, like Connor said, if we take Evan Mobley, then that kind of goes out the window. But Yeah. Yeah. All right, so for sake of argument, I'm, I'm going to go with Bill here, and I'm going to give you your next this or that, all right? Because you did say you would take Bill. You just like the fit of Cat better. So, yeah. all right, so you can have Brad Bill, or you can have Donovan Mitchell. Donovan give me Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. I want Donovan Mitchell on my team. I like Bradley Bill a lot, uh, but Mitchell's younger, and he fits the timeline super well. Yeah, give me Donovan Mitchell. Um. Yeah, I'll take. Uh, uh, Brad Beal is such a good player, though, man. Like I know, I know uh, he's a couple. Beal years. is definitely the better player. It's just when looking a, at the Thunder yeah. situation, I want Donovan Mitchell, who's still super young, and he can grow with Shea. There's a lot of time. Yeah. Beal, I'm afraid of a situation where we go out and get him, and it turns into like we were just talking about Kemba Walker with the Celtics, and I think Bradley Beal is more of an effortless scorer. He's a better scorer than Kemba Walker, so I don't see him having like a massive decline like that. But I'm worried that we wouldn't get dividends for a Beal trade until he started kind of to regress, and we'd get stuck in that awkward situation where, as Donovan Mitchell has so much time to grow, and he can grow with the young core that's my see i'm gonna i'm gonna come i'm gonna come back on you on that one because like i feel like bradley beal early in his career you know he had what was it those shin splints he had issues with like stress fractures or or shin splints or something like that i I know he had issues like that in his first couple of seasons i know he missed a ton of games and washington hasn't really been a playoff perennial playoff team and so you know bradley beal as far as the mileage on that car um, even though he's older, I don't think he has as much mileage as we would think he does. Um, and so I, I, I would go with Beal with this one. All right. We got, we got a vote for Beal. We got a vote for Mitchell. Uh, I, I think I'm going Mitchell here as well, just because like, like you said, Connor, he is younger. I think he fits the timeline better. Um, I, I do like Bill. Like I'm not saying like no to Bill and by any stretch of the imagination, but, um, you just hate anybody that goes to Florida. Anybody that's 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 against in the SEC against your your Kentucky Blue, you just go against them. That's not true. I really <laughs> I, I wanted us to trade Harden for Bill uh, in the draft, <laughs> like straight up. But that's another that's a story for another day. But all right, all right. 
Got, got another scenario for you here. All right, so you guys both went guard. Donovan Mitchell, Brad Bill, right? All right, let's say the Celtics lose in the first round this year. Let's say something happens in the offseason. Jason Tatum. Yeah, just pisses Jason Tatum off. He demands a trade. He's sulking on the court like James Harden. Locker room cancer. Once out of there. Your, your guard, Brad Bill, Donovan Mitchell, or Jason Tatum? I think Jason Tatum's a future MVP. Give me Jason Tatum. Correcto. Yes, agree a hundred percent. That's what, and that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that that situation in Boston sours so bad that Tatum himself has to be like, "Look, get me out of here," because I don't think Danny Ainge is the type of GM that would trade a guy like Tatum. I think kind of like Presty with Durant. I think they're going to hold on to him as long as they can. Yeah. Um, and it isn't until the player himself forces the trade um, that that's going to go down. And so, you know, that's why I'm hoping this this Boston situation kind of deteriorates over the next two seasons. And, you know, we could possibly get Tatum in, you know, in a couple of years. I've said that before on this podcast. Yeah, I freaking love Jason Tatum. Two-way guy, scoring phenomenal. Um, Give him all the picks. Yeah, no, like I, I, I would, I would do a lot for Jason Tatum. So, last one here, man. It's a, it's a different scenario, different player. Um, let's say the Heat win four straight after the Bucks take a two zero lead. Giannis says, "Nah, man, y'all tried. I'm out. Get me the freak out of here. Y'all keeping Jason Tatum? Or are you going Giannis? Still Tatum." I'm going Giannis 100%. An MVP, really? I, a, defen- an MVP, a defensive player of the year. I get it. I, no- I get it. I, I get yeah. it. But, like, uh, like with Giannis. Imagine, like, like I, Shea, imagine Shea. Imagine, the, first of all, imagine the defense of Giannis, Dort, like, potentially drafting. Say we draft, like, and, a Scotty Barnes Moody. or something like that. Or, like, like, whatever we do. Imagine the potential defense. And imagine SGA, Giannis pick and rolls. That's what you gotta think of. Imagine I mean, the beauty it's, of it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yes. So, so let me let me ask you this. Do you think? Because what I'm starting to see from Giannis is a little bit of a stagnation. And believe me, it's a stagnation where he's still an MVP caliber player. You know, it's not necessarily the meteoric rise that it has been the last three to four seasons for Giannis, where he's become this monster. Um, but I, I guess what we're seeing now is a he is what he is for the rest of his career. Like, I don't see any improvement on the three-point shot. I see kind of these these occurrences of, of free throw malaise where he's not necessarily making free throws at a, at a good clip. Um, and so I, I just wonder if, you know, he may have stagnated to the point where he's still a great player, but he's not going to get necessarily any better than he is right now. And the weaknesses that he has will start to impact his game to where kind of like a Ben Simmons if you can't shoot from outside, or even if you're not a threat from outside, teams know how to guard you. With enough film, with enough, you know, long arm defenders in the perimeter, they'll know how to guard you. And that's that's kind of what I see with with Giannis. And that's always been my thing with Giannis. You know, it's, it's and the same thing with Ben Simmons is how are you progressing in your development to the point where you have a counter for everything that a defense can throw on you? And I don't think Giannis necessarily has that when it comes to shooting and things like that. I see what you're saying. At the same time, though, I do see signs of improvement. And also, I feel like this right now is the best version of Giannis we've ever seen. Um, this mm-hmm. Bucks team feels much better. And I think that if obviously this is this is such a pipe dream, this will never happen. But Giannis and OKC <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and Tatum and OKC, I would love both of them, obviously. But I, I just don't want to pick against a two-time MVP, a defensive player of the year. Um, yeah, we've been – the Thunder have never really had that elite – like like paint threat we've never had that um like steven adams loves steven adams but he was never like an elite like threat to score in the paint i mean kendrick um, perkins dog yeah you're you're right my fault my fault kendrick perkins um clearly i was i talked before thinking my fault alex um but yeah i don't know that's just my thought uh, i know we're trying to get shooters around shea and Giannis isn't really a shooter but at the same time, the pick and rolls. That's all I need to say. 
No, I, I think you take Giannis and you add shooters on the on the fringe, like around Giannis and Shea. Um, I I think that Giannis, you know, Shea is the best guard. I think that Giannis would would have ever played for or played with. Or, yeah, Shea Shea is the best guard Giannis had ever played with. Is what I was trying to say. Um, I I think that they could both do a lot for each other on their game, but. The uh the one factor you guys are forgetting is Poku, man. I want Giannis to take Poku under his gigantic wing. And I want to be like, listen, man, I was like you. I want you to be like me. And then in a few years, we've got two Giannis's on the team. So, I mean, I, I see this as an absolute win. Oh, my God. Imagine a starting lineup. We got like Shay. Say somehow we get Cade and we pull this off. Cade. Shea. Imagine how tall that lineup would be. We put Poku at the three. Giannis out there, or shoot, oh run Giannis gosh. at the center, man. Let's just get the tallest team possible. That's what I want to do. Anti, anti small ball. Put Moses Brown at the point guard for all I care. Let's do it. Easy, easy, <laughs> easy on the Moses Brown level. <laughs> yeah, man. That no, it, it's it's just a fun little scenario. You know, obviously the, these are all pipe dreams, but I thought it'd be fun just to you know. Kind of see what your guys' headspace was on acquiring these types of players because, you know, at the end of the day, who knows what's going to happen? And, um, you know, we, we kind of have our idea of the type of player that we want around Shea and on this team. And, uh, yeah, just thought it'd be fun. Um, hey, let's... I mean, I mean, just you say pipe dream, but remember, we never would have thought that Paul George and Carmelo Anthony would have ended up in Oklahoma City. So it can happen. Trust the Presty. Trust the Presty. Yes. All right, guys, we are going to get into the last part of our podcast. We're going to keep the good times rolling with a segment we like to call Game Time. What time is it? Game Time! All right, so for this game, as we said, the playoffs are going on. And as Connor said earlier on when talking about Chris Paul and Dennis Schroeder, we like to refer to players that used to play for the Thunder as Thunder Legends. So... This is a this is elimination game in which uh, I'm going to dub the elimination chamber. Thank you. That is what we're calling it. And uh, guys, there are actually actually I'm going to let you guys guess. Okay. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to do elimination chamber. Connor is he's pretty good at this. I think you're I think you're three and one in game time. Alex, I don't know if you got to participate in the game time yet. So we'll see how this goes. Um, basically what you're going to do is you're going to go through back and forth and you're going to name a former Thunder player that is on a playoff team right now. Uh, playoff or play-in team. I apologize. Let me, oh, okay. Let me double check, make sure I have the play-in teams on here. Uh, yes, yeah, play-in teams also, okay? So in order to decide who gets to go first, uh, I'm going to have you guys guess how many Thunder Legends are – in the playoffs right now and whoever's closest gets to go first so uh connor since you are our i guess reigning champion of game time we will let you go first on your guess um man there there are so many like every time i watch a game i feel like there's like three former thunder players i'm gonna go like i'll go 15 okay alex i'll go that's all we doing can't go over uh no just just closest i'm gonna go 18 the correct answer is 36. What the hell? Oh, my God. Wow. 36 under players. I guess I'm forgetting, like, guys like wow. 2008, 2009 type guys. Well, no, see, see, well, I think what we're forgetting is guys like, like, say, like Trevor Ariza. I mean, so never played. Names? <laughs> oh, my bad. All right, cool. Yeah. All right. Now, there, there, are, there are a couple tricky ones on here. So, um, well, since, since I was closest, that's my, that's my first pick. Hey, that's fine. You can say Trevor Ariza. <laughs> That's a good I'll first one. Uh, I'll go with Russell Westbrook. Mm, That's a solid that one. Mm, I'll, go with, I'll go with Kevin Durant. Oh, man, you took my next one. Um, I'll go stay on the same team, and I'll go James Harden. All right. I'll stay on the same team, and I'll go with Jeff Green. Uh, there, there, that was my next one. Uh, I'll go back to the Wizards, and I'll go Ish Smith. Oh, nice. Ish. All right. Uh, I'll go with the Lakers, and I'll go Marquise Morris. Mm, good. Um, Alec Burks, does he count? He was signed with us for a little bit. Does Ooh. he count? Alec Burks does count. 
I'll go with the Suns and I'll go Chris Paul. I'll go with the Lakers and go Dennis Schroeder. I'll go with the Suns and go with Campaign. Oh, he is a Thunder legend. Uh, I'll go Serge Ibaka. <laughs> oh, how about Paul George? Mm, Reggie Jackson. Oh. Wow, there there are so many. Oh my God! There's like thinking about this, there's a lot Not of them, man. There. Yeah, shoot! Wow, there's. I was making jokes um, about this on Twitter. I've been like, oh, so many Thunder legends, and there's. Uh, let's see. I will go. Crap! The train is starting to slow down. Um, let's see. I will go. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, Justin Jackson. Ooh, I got to get Thunder Legend, Justin Jackson. Oh, my All right. Ner- Noel. Oh, nice. Um, oh, okay. Let's go with uh, – oh, what is his name? He's also on the <laughs> Knicks. Um, oh, my word. Man. Okay, you know what? We'll go George Hill. Okay, right. I'll go Taj Gibson. Damn it, that was him. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that was who my next one was good. That was my next one was gonna be. So uh, okay, yeah. Uh, so all right. Um, oh man. Um, dang it. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure he was already said. Serge Ibaka. Yeah, I already said him. Abaco okay. said. Okay. And Connor wins. Damn it. Damn it. Uh, damn it. I can throw one more out there to end it off. Uh, Kelly Oubre, if we're yeah. kind of playing teams. Hey, you know. nice. Yeah. All right, here you go. Th- this is who you missed. So you missed Alex Caruso. Oh, did he? I mean, did he ever play for the Thunder? He, he's a Thunder. He was, he's a Thunder legend. Yeah, he's he a was in a Thunder jersey. Yeah. Um, Patch Patterson. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's on Ilyasova. Carmelo and his canter and TJ Leaf, who is also on the Portland Trailblazers roster. Is he really? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Portland's going crazy with Thunder Legends. PJ Dozier. He follows oh, me on Twitter. Wow. Thunder Legend Austin Rivers. Mm-hmm. Damanis Sabonis. One. Jeremy Lamb. Doug McDermott. I almost said Doug McBuckets. Uh, nobody said you guys went through with all the nets except for Timothy Luau Cabaru. TLC, man. Nets fans hate TLC <laughs> from what I've seen in my timeline. Danny Green, Victor Oladipo, Danilo Gallinari. Not a couple bonus ones here. We had Brandon Clark, who we famously drafted and then oh, traded Darius Baisley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Emmanuel Quickly, who we um who they actually drafted with our pick that we traded to minnesota who traded to the knicks so that, you could say that. there was 34 or 35 but i count them as 36 just for fun so uh cone moves the four and one man Boom. that's yeah. why they call him loan on trip on twitter <laughs> Yeah. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus of on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. Yes. Definitely. Definitely hit those guys up for your betting needs. Uh if you was if you tuned in last week, Matty Mulls placed a bet on the Wizards to beat the Celtics <laughs> in the playing game. Um, and it did not work out for him. So yeah. I think mean, didn't he play did he place four bets and like three of them didn't work out very well for him? Yeah, it was bad. It was all like all of our <laughs> own advice with each other that conned him into it and then we ended up making him lose money. Oops. <laughs> yeah. So so listen to some knowledgeable um, betting podcasts. And uh, go to bed on my AG and get your fifty percent welcome bonus. That uh, that that sounds like a good deal there to me. Um, Make some money, yes, sir. <laughs> Unlike Maddie Moles. So, uh, gentlemen, with that being said, thank you all for uh, coming on our podcast. Thank you for listening to our podcast. I hope you guys have a great night. God bless. Uh, wear a mask if you're not vaccinated yet. If you're not vaccinated, get vaccinated. Um, hoop when you can. And as always, thunder up. Thunder up. Thunder up.
Hey guys, it's Dylan from the future here. Um, Jerry actually had to jump off mid-pod, but he came back on there at the end. And just for fun, I kind of asked him um, what names he could get from our little Thunder Legend name game. Um, the Elimination Chamber, I think I named it. And uh, in typical Jerry fashion, he, he, he took about 100 years to think of every name. So I, I didn't throw that in the podcast, but if you're interested to listen... Um, I will put that at the end of our outro. Again, thanks for listening. Y'all have a great night. God bless. Thunder up! Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter, at OKC Topic Thunder. Thunder up! All right, guys, but hey, that's uh, that's all we got for the day. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Hey! Oh, Jerry's back. Hey. Back from the dead. Jerry, you, so, just, you just missed a riveting uh, game time. Oh, dang it. I'm so sorry, guys. But, Dude, you know, good. unlike my father, I actually came back. <laughs> um, so, who won? Now I'm curious. Connor won, but... All right. Next question. What stupid game was it? Was it a syllable game again? No, it wasn't a syllable game. No, it was a but, good one. But you know what, Jerry? I'm, I'm going to give you a chance at this, all right? All right. Yeah, let's see. We're, we're going to test you, all right? So, Thunder Legends, team or players that played for the Thunder that are in the playoffs or playing game, there's 36 of them. How many can you name? So, just all th- time Thunder players, right? Yes. In okay. the playoffs right now. Okay. All right, all right. We're all right. playing game. So I'm going to go the West Coast first. Um, I'm going to go Lakers. So we got Dennis Schroeder. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's it there. Clippers, um, Patrick Patterson. Uh, we have Paul George. Mm-hmm. We have. Reggie Jackson. We have. I think that's it there. Phoenix, Chris Paul, campaign. Um, seven. I'm trying to think on the Suns. Does Monty Williams count? Uh, okay. Good one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Under legend. Yeah. Um, so Mark Bryant. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, two for one there. Uh, I got 38. Screw you guys. Um, let's see. Uh, I think that's – why do I feel like I'm missing somebody there right now? All right, I'll keep it moving. Um, let's go to the – we'll go Utah next. Nobody? I don't think. No. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's somebody. Oh, there is somebody? Wow. Yeah. I gave you a hint there. <laughs> uh man, who is it? All right, Jerry. I I am just I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you. It, it's always over on the jazz, but uh, oh, I, did, God. I, I did forget to tell tell you guys somebody for the signs. Uh, Thunder Legend Abdul Nader. Oh, Abdul oh, there. Abdul the, the Grenader, there. he's hurt right now. Yeah. I, I knew I was forgetting somebody. Um, and we go Mavs. Nobody. No, nah, there's nobody on the Mavs. Yeah, and then we go James, James Johnson. James Johnson no. on the Mavs, right? Mm-mm. Or did he get traded? He got traded. Yeah, I don't know where he's or at. Released or something. Yeah, I think he got released. Um, he's on the so Timberwolves. He's on the Pelicans. Or Pelicans, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrong team. Well, he's on the Sonics. Yeah, we got um, him from the Timberwolves. <laughs> Uh, so then we'll go to, I just got out of Dallas. Um, let's go to Milwaukee, I guess. Um, nobody. Um, how dare you Justin Jackson. Oh, 
Come on, golly. <laughs> Thunder Legend, how could I know, you? I'm sorry. You're a sorry. game winner. I know. I love JJ. Um, his yeah, parents are very lovely people. Home. Yeah, they're 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 fine people. Um, he causes right. to get the fourth pick and not the third. <laughs> I know. Um, so then we'll go to Indiana. We got Sabonis. All right, Jerry. I, I hate to cut you off, man, but you've you've gone longer than I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, I'm done. Who won? What was the winning number? Uh, I don't know how many Connor had. I'm going to say around 11 or 12. I got close. If I had a little bit more time, it was a wrap. Let me tell you, Connor. <laughs> Y'all are lucky. Hey, I guess you, you've, you beat me before. I, I don't doubt it. Yeah. Hey, you got Patterson. They did not get Patterson. So, yeah. I, I would definitely would have taken my shirt off if I walked in here clutched like that and <laughs> just won. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, you, uh, you're here in time for the sign off. Uh, you, you good to join us for that? Hey, that's my favorite part. Get away from you guys. Hey, Alex, am I supposed to do the live read? <laughs> Say what? Am I supposed to do the live read for this pod too? Yeah, man. Oh, okay. Well, let's do that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, professionals. Um, where'd your freaking text message go? <laughs> All right. Let's organically uh, mention this in here. Um, I bet you guys didn't know that we forgot to do the uh, live ad read. Speaking of betting, Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all the new sport. Oh, God bless. I said sports, not scores. <laughs> <laughs> all right, run it back. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.